Hello, and welcome back to A Fit and Able Life, episode number 10. This week, we have Kevin Prue of Prue Physical Therapy back, and we're going to do something a little different this time. Instead of your regular interview, this we're going to let Kevin do all the talking. And in this episode, Kevin is giving a, a short presentation on uh, nutrition and you know uh, what to eat and for growing and participating in sports. We have some great questions for both kids and adults. I think you're really going to enjoy this. So All right. So we're talking nutrition. It's going to be a little different from my age groups, my, my younger guys, my middle school, high school age to my older adults. How, how old are, are we here? So do we have anyone under 10? 10, we got one 10-year-old. 11 to 15, that's our majority. We have 11 to 15, okay. 60 and up. 60 and up. We don't, we don't need to throw out ages, that's fine. So, so for, for my younger girls and guys here, our nutrition is going to be a lot different than, say, my older adults. And the reason for it is you guys are growing. You need a lot more calories because you're burning through a lot more during the day. And we don't need to be quite as nitpicky about what we eat and sort of weight management and that sort of stuff. Um, most important things to think about are staying hydrated during the day. So how many of you drink a couple glasses of water during the day, or at least during the school day? Do you guys all bring a water bottle with you? And that's So that's usually the best thing to do, is just have a nice water bottle with you during the day so that we have something to drink. You can stay hydrated throughout the day. Do you bring that with you to practice as well? Do your coaches encourage you to drink during practices? Perfect. So in terms of meals, we want to think, even no matter how old or young we are, we want to think of eating small, healthy, nutritious meals. Four, five, six of them a day. Some of my real, real active endurance athletes will eat seven or eight a day. And a small meal can consist of something like, you know, crackers and cheese for a light meal to a heavier meal, which is something like a, a protein like chicken, rice, and vegetables. And so we want to kind of stagger those meals throughout the day. So we think of breakfast, lunch, and dinner as our main meals. Snacks throughout the day, so something between breakfast and lunch, something between lunch and dinner. And then we talk about our, our recovery or post and pre-workout meals. So let's talk breakfast. What do you guys normally eat for breakfast? Eggs. Eggs are a great one. Do you toast or anything with it? Yeah. Beautiful. What else we got? That's it? That's the winner? Pancakes. So when we're young, we can eat pancakes. We can get the sugars in, which is really important. Um, but basically, we want to have something that's going to be filling. We always want to eat breakfast, right? So I know, especially my middle school, high school age range students will try to sleep as late as they can. And then as soon as that bus or that ride's there, take them to school, they'll throw clothes on, brush their teeth, shower maybe real quick, and run out the door. Always set yourself up to have a breakfast in the morning, whether it's just a piece of toast, whether it's a piece of fruit, whether it's a nice, you know, eggs, toast, juice, that sort of thing. The reason for it is you've been sleeping all night, your body's been kind of burning through these calories that are stored, and it's hungry. It needs fuel to get the system going, and you will see that if you do skip breakfast usually, your practices or training sessions are going to lack. Even if you've had a really good nutritious day throughout, other than that missing that one meal. Um, so always try to make time for breakfast, right? Mothers are right. Our mothers say, don't skip breakfast. Moms are some of the smartest people I know, so trust your mother. Um, as far as snacks during the day, do your schools let you bring snacks to school with you? So we get, that's, that's usually kind of the mix. There's some yes, some no, which makes it tough, especially for my athletes. Um, what I try to tell them is, you know, I try to say I always follow the rules, but if you can sneak a snack into your backpack and sneak away for five minutes and grab something like a granola bar, Please do it because you guys are you're working hard at practice, you're working hard at school, some of you are practicing two or three different sports at the same time. You need to have the calories, you need to have the nutrition, right? 
Um, lunch, same kind of deal. You want a nice balanced meal. So you want some carbohydrate, which is like a bread, rice, a grain, something like that. Some protein, so either a chicken, steak, beef, pork, tofu for my vegetarians, rice and beans, that sort of thing. Um, and then some veggie. Always try to get some veggies and fruits throughout your day as well. The, the nutrition's there, the vitamins are there, the fiber's there, all that stuff that you need. Um, having a snack before practice, games, meets, that sort of thing. So that's what I really want to kind of focus on here is what to eat before, during, and after training sessions. How many of you actually eat something before you train? So-and-so, yeah. Would you say it's pretty light, something light and easy? What's your, what's your favorite go-to? Like your granola bar, yeah. Granola bars can't go wrong. So that's a great meal. It's high in sugars and carbohydrates, which are gonna give you the fuel you need to get through a practice or training session. It doesn't need to be heavy. You don't wanna go out and have a nice big Thanksgiving dinner right before you go out and practice. The reason for it is, is your body's going to feel heavy. It's not gonna be able to process all those calories in time for you to train. You're just gonna feel kind of worn down. Um, after or during your training session or practice, something with sugars in it are great. I prefer drinking them, so something with like a, like a juice with sugars. Um, you see some of those like gels that a lot of distance runners will use. Those things are great because it's a nice quick source of sugar when you need it. Most of you will probably not need that through your high school practices or practices like this because we're not training long enough. But if you do go have these like three, four hour long runs, that stuff's really important. Yep. Could you eat a grilled cheese how long? So if you have about 45 minutes to an hour before you practice and you eat a grilled cheese at your age, you're going to be fine. As you get older, you're going to see that that's going to sit in your stomach a little harder. Some of the cheese and dairy products digest a little bit slower and you're not going to feel as good doing it. Um, the biggest thing to remember with nutrition is eat what you're used to eating. So if you usually eat a grilled cheese before every training practice, eat it before a game because that's what your body's used to. Right? The last thing you want to do is change some kind of crazy plan. There was a, he was a real famous runner, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, he used to eat Chicken McNuggets before, before Olympic level meets. And that's just because that's what he grew up on. He was from the Caribbean islands somewhere, and that's just what he had available to him. And he, he performed at a high level. Now it's not ideal, I wouldn't go around recommending going to eat McDonald's constantly before practices, but that just shows you that eat what your body's used to, okay? As far as after training sessions, sugars, carbohydrates, are essential. So is protein, um, especially after we're doing kind of resistance training or weight training things, your body needs that protein. But for my runners, replacing the sugars are, is extremely important. So we're talking, again, grains, breads, things that you can eat that are light and easy. Um, juice, I'm a big fan of juice or chocolate milk, if anyone's a milk drinker, because chocolate milk has the protein in it, it has the sugar in it, and your body's gonna be able to process it really easily, and it's gonna give you all that refueling that you need. Um, as far as you know, after that training session, after that recovery meal, we're talking dinner. So you can have a nice light recovery meal right after practice, and then go eat dinner again a couple hours later, as long as you're eating these small meals. Remember, we're not talking these huge thousand calorie meals. We're talking something nice and easy, where it's you know you think about protein should be able to fit in the, the palm of your hand. So a nice little piece of chicken breast. Um, a side of grain, and then that side of veggies should be the biggest thing that you eat. The vegetables are extremely important as well. Um, as far as before bed goes, something again, if you want it, nice and easy, like a scoop of peanut butter, something with that many calories, that light and easy. Again, it has the protein, it has the sugar. It's gonna allow your body to process that while you're sleeping so you're not burning all that hard-earned muscle that you've gained 
through the training session. So that's just kind of a quick, easy rundown of nutrition. Um, I'd rather answer direct questions from people if they have them, and so we can touch on things that absolutely matter. Yes? You talk about sugars, and sugar, refined sugars have obviously gotten sort of a bad rap in terms of nutrition. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit differentiate between the kind of sugars that you want them to be eating and sugars which are available to them? Sure. <laughs> so in reality, if right after you train, you have a hard workout, any kind of sugar is really good, especially the ones that process really fast. So that's like your, your chocolate, your refined sugars, things like that, um, gummy bears, because your body's gonna process it so quickly because you burn through so much of that sugar in your body to train. Um, other than that, we wanna try and stay away from that stuff. I know we're young and we like our sweets, who, who doesn't? But um, things like bread is, is considered a sugar in terms of nutrition. Rice is considered that way, pasta is the same way. You think about those carbohydrates, so things that have kind of gotten a bad rap as well, but we're talking whole grains, so whole wheat bread, you know, whole wheat bagels, whole wheat pasta, um, brown rice versus white rice, things like that that are a little bit less processed, they have a little bit more nutritional value to them that way. Does that make, can I answer that question yeah, that for you? Absolutely, because I'm glad you distinguished that the carbohydrates, that aspect of it. Yeah. So I mean, you have your you have your big groups. You have your your carbohydrates, your protein, and your fats. And that's where your body gets its energy from. Um, just for a fun fact of the day, you know, one gram of carbohydrate equals four calories. One gram of protein equals four calories, and one gram of fat equals nine calories. So that's where the fat kind of comes into play. People say stay away from fats. Fats aren't bad for you. Your body needs some of those nice, you know, unsaturated fats, things to process and help provide energy. The reason they're bad is because they're such a higher calorie dense food, meaning if you eat a bunch of calories of fat, it's a lot more than just eating the same volume of calories or grams of carbohydrates and proteins as well. And then you need a certain amount of fat for proper mental Exactly, yeah. Like yeah, you do. You certainly do. Other questions from my athletes. Anyone? Parents in the audience. If they're going to grab something quick, but you notice what you say granola bars, is there any particular brand of granola bar that you would recommend that it is, is optimal to be grabbing? I mean, the price variation of yes. granola bars is immense. Yeah, you know, it, I don't have a brand in particular that I'll kind of refer to. It's something you want something that's nice and balanced, has some protein in it as well if you can, that's ideal. You just want something with a limited amount of sugar in it. So if you look at the ingredients of a label, so this goes with any food product, if you go on the back, it has the calories, the grams of fat, grams of all that stuff. Skip that, go to the actual ingredients at the bottom. So whatever's in that food the most is gonna be the first thing, and then the second most is the second thing, and so on, so on. You don't want sugar to be that number one ingredient on your granola bars. You wanna see oats, you wanna see the fruit, so some of them have like dried fruits and things like that in them. Nuts, yep, same thing, nuts are great and you want sugar to be down at the bottom. Some of our more tasty granola bars are gonna have sugar right at the top of that list. And so we wanna try and avoid that as best we can. Yeah? I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, bummer. Think about it, I'll come back, okay? Yeah? Um, so, personally, I don't love vegetables, and I was wondering a way to like, or better ways to eat them if you don't. Like them. So, a common concern for most of my middle school and high school athletes is vegetables are not a favorite. Do you like fruits at least? So there we go. So we got half the equation out of the way. Um, do you have any vegetables that you do like? I like cucumbers and peppers. Cucumbers and peppers. So the best thing you can do is try to find the ones you like, cycle those through, start with that. Try and make a routine of at least getting some of those in your diet during the day. 
and then try and experiment with a few other things. So steamed vegetables or roasted vegetables usually are the next thing I recommend. So taking some broccoli or something like that, putting it on like a cookie sheet and just popping it in the oven for a few minutes, it kind of warms it up, makes it a little bit more tasty. You can throw seasonings on them to so do like garlic or anything like that by chance. Not so much, we don't know. Ranch dressing is another one. So you can try some of that. So we don't want to go crazy dumping a ton of ranch on our vegetables because the ranch isn't the best thing in the world. But if you take something like that, dunk in a little bit of ranch or roast it and try, try just playing around and see what you like. Um, at your age, getting the nutrition from kind of all different sources is going to be extremely important. But for now, just try. Just try things, see what it works. You'll find that there's more things out there that you like. And then again, you know, that ranch dressing, you can't go wrong. Uh, better than ranch dressing is peanut butter. So carrots and peanut butter, celery and peanut butter, things like that, it's a great way to go about it. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. What's up? Um, I have my other question, but I have another one. Sure. What's, what's a cookie sheet? A cookie sheet. So, you know those, those flat metal pans that your mom will bake with, maybe put her cookies on? Oh, okay. That's it right there. It does have more purposes than just baked goods, I promise you. Yeah. Um, would trail mix be good to eat? Trail mix is a great before, after. That's a great snack because it has nuts, fruit, and you can kind of make it whatever you want. So it has the sugar, it has the protein, it has all that stuff in it that you need, and you don't get sick of it because you can change it up every couple of weeks. So that is a great snack. If you're not a granola bar fan, try trail mix. Yeah. I, I like... Um I'm not, I'm not allergic to nuts. I just really don't like them. Is there like a substitute for that? So yeah, if you're not a huge fan of nuts, you don't have to eat them. Um, you know, you can you can get the same benefits from you know the protein that's in a nut. You can get from like a piece of chicken or something like that as well. Um, again, peanut butter. Even if you don't like nuts, sometimes just people still like peanut butter. So that's a nice way to get some of those those extra fats and things that are in the nuts that are really good for you as well. Yeah. So main foods that give you cramps, there isn't necessarily one type of food that will give you cramps, but eating too much, too fast will give you some of that. Drinking a ton of water or any kind of liquid before going out and training will give you some of that as well. Essentially, cramps come down from a few things. One is, is your stomach could be kind of processing everything, making it really hard to run because your stomach's working so hard. Big picture-wise, when you're running or exercising, some of the other systems in your body kind of shut down a little bit to allow the muscles to do what they need to do. And so some of that is the cramping feel. The other part is, we kind of talked about stitches in our side earlier. You get these kind of muscles working so hard to kind of help you breathe. You can get this kind of strained muscle in there, which, which is part of where that cramping comes from. Other questions, yeah. How do you sort through those thousands of energy drinks and energy bars? That are out there. Yeah. So again, big thing is know what your goal is. So are you using them to replenish after a hard workout so you want the sugar? Are you using that as like a protein supplement to try and get some of that to help your muscles out? Are you using it just to rehydrate? Um, what you want to look at again is look at the ingredients. So you still want water to be the main ingredient on the back and you don't want sugar to be very high up on it. So you want to look at what the vitamin spread in it is. Does it have some vitamins added into it? Um, is it just a sugary drink? Is it, does it have protein in it and that sort of thing? Um, as far as the energy drinks go, like a Red Bull Monster, that sort of stuff, not a huge fan of them because they're so high in caffeine and so high in sugar and so high in these other ingredients that just your body doesn't really need. Um, and, and caffeine will dehydrate you. So if we're talking these kind of energy drinks, if there's a lot of caffeine in it, 
don't necessarily want to do that before you run because you're going to be dehydrated. Even though it gives you a little energy boost, big picture wise, you're going to feel a little bit run down, especially if you do them constantly. And just from a health perspective, kidney processing, that sort of thing, I try to avoid them as best I can. But a Gatorade, something like a Gatorade, Powerade, that sort of stuff, vitamin water, great drinks for after, after a workout. Yeah? Uh, about the Gatorade, is, is there a difference between like the powder that you can mix in and the actual drink? Not really. It's convenience, right? So one, you can just grab and drink, though, and you have to mix a little bit. Um, but if you're at school and you can't bring these big, big, heavy Gatorade things around, if you have a pack in your backpack and you can mix it in, just make sure you stir it up so you don't get all that powder at the bottom. It's kind of nasty. Yeah. Yeah. How many calories do you have to take in so that's a good question as well, and so that's going to vary based off your age, your size, your body weight, and that sort of thing, and how much you're training. So you'll hear a general recommendation of 2,000 calories a day. It's kind of like what the FDA and, and people have decided. For you guys, you guys are really active, you're growing, you're going to need more than that if you're training that hard. And so I'm not going to give you a firm number because I don't want you to shoot for a certain calorie goal. If you are really curious, and as you get older and a little bit more kind of focused in on one sport, someone can sit down with you and give you, you need this many grams of protein, this many grams of carbohydrates, this many grams of fat for optimal performance. For right now, just make sure you eat, you eat a nice balanced diet, you drink plenty of water and other kinds of fluids, and don't skip meals, especially like breakfast. And kind of go from there, and as you get older, you'll start seeing what works and what doesn't for you. Yeah? So on days that you run like three or four miles, are you gonna wanna eat you're going to want to eat a little bit more because you're going to burn more of that. So a general rule of thumb is for every mile you run, you burn 100 calories. And so, again, it varies based off your size and this and that. And so because you guys are still growing, you need all these calories, I would want to at least replace some of those hundreds that you've lost from running the miles. And, again, you know, a bottle of Gatorade has 200 calories in it or whatever it is. So if you drink one of those, that's going to, A, rehydrate you, give you some of those sugars, and give you those calories back that you just burned through. And so you don't need to eat a ton to get them back, but you just want to make sure you replenish. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Cool. Anything else? If I might just make a point, too. One of the things I really liked with uh, Dr. said was that if you start trying different things with your food, and what I found very successful with athletes of all ages, the more you prepare your own food, the more you're invested in it, and the more you'll enjoy what you like. So if your mother is making you broccoli or green beans or whatever it is, it's going to be a little bit less appealing than if you, than if you invest your own time in helping purchase the things, clean them, prepare them, you'll feel more inclined to eat them and enjoy them. And the same goes with like trail mix. If you make your own trail mix, you'd be more inclined to eat a healthy trail mix than to grab something prefab, so to speak. Bingo. And so I think that's an excellent point that we forget that if you, if you make your own food, you're more invested to eat the, the food and the quality yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. But should you not have an energy bar or an energy drink if you're not going to work out? So that's a good question. I would tend to say, yes, do not have that stuff if you're not really going to work out. The energy bars are a little different, like those kind of power bars and that sort of stuff. Those make great little side meals during the day because it's just a little bit extra calories and things that are good for you. Um, again, I would try to stay away from the energy drinks as best as you can. But yeah, if you're not running a ton or training that day, there's no need to replace those calories that you've now burned through. So that's how people get into trouble with weight management is because... You see former, former professional athletes will you know, train for multiple hours during the day, burn a ton of calories, and eat a ton of calories because they're using it. As soon as they stop playing, they keep eating the same amount of calories 
but they're not burning anything. And so that's where that, that problem comes into play. Now, again, you guys are all young, you're healthy. I don't need you worrying about calories and this and that and that sort of thing. The big take home here is remember to eat, eat small meals, don't skip breakfast, stay hydrated. And if you are gonna train on a day, make sure we're replacing some of those calories with something nice and healthy, the Gatorades, the fruits, the vegetables, and some of the protein as well. It's extremely important. And of course, the overriding message is that mothers are the smartest people you know. And that is, yes. <laughs> Listen to your mom. That's, that's the big message. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for coming. I hope you had some fun. It was great. It was nice meeting all of you. If you have other questions, I'm around so we can talk kind of a one-on-one -on -one basis and do some of that stuff as well. So have a good rest of your night. Have a good rest of your week and have a good holiday. Well, there you go, folks. We finally got the age-old question answered of what exactly is a cookie sheet. So now we know, and we know that you can not only make cookies and other delicious desserts, but you can also use it to create healthy dinners and snacks. Uh, we always love Kevin, and we can't tell you enough how much we appreciate him sharing his knowledge with Team Fit Enable and all of our listeners. He, he works really great with kids, and you know, whether it's physical therapy, injury prevention, nutrition, doing you know warm-up and cool-down drills. Kevin is the guy to go to for all that kind of information. So if you have something and you're in the Cary area, please look up Prove Physical Therapy. And I promise you Kevin is going to be back on this and all our other shows um, more and more in the future. And we got some pretty cool things lined up that we're going to be working on together. Uh, again, if you uh, like the show, please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you like the video. And if you like the audio, please subscribe to the iTunes channel. Uh, that way, all of our episodes go straight to you as soon as they're released. And please leave us a review or some comments. We'd love to hear some feedback. So again, thank you for listening to another episode of A Fit Enable Life, and we will see you next week.